You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Everybody has a thought on the second test, and one man that certainly have forthright opinions is our mate Lockham McCurdy from Code Sports. Is on the line right now. G'day, Lockie. G'day, Julian. How are you? I'm very well. I almost fell off my chair. I saw this tweet from the Daily Telegraph Sport yesterday. Ben Horn wrote the article. It didn't quite match the headline, to be fair. But it said, you know, could Australia do the unthinkable and drop Pat Cummins? Pull a selection stunner, I think, was the terminology. Uh, Let's knock it in the head. They're not dropping the captain. But the thinking behind it was, well, if they feel they need to go in with three spinners, say, for example, Lyon, Murphy, and, you know, maybe Kuhnman or Agar, if Green's fit to bowl, then that leaves the spot for a specialist quick. Uh, and do you try and squeeze Mitchell Stark back on the side, being a left armour as well as, as an exponent of reverse swing? But you know what? It's 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 got tongues wagging. And I can tell you, Lock, and a few people say, yep, drop Pat Cummins. It's not going to happen. No, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. But it, it does kind of show that it's the sort of problem you leave yourself open to with having a bowling captain that it's, You've got to make those horses the course of decisions. And while I agree with you, I don't think it's going to happen. It's not going to happen because they kind of can't. They've kind of put their arm behind them back and go, oh, well, well, what are we going to do here? So I do think going three spinners, I mean, we saw what happened in Nagpur. So it's only going to get probably more spin from here. So it's going to be the way to go. And especially with Cam Green kind of now being sort of still a question mark over him for this second test, I think... You kind of have to still pick two quicks just in case things don't work out. So two quicks, three spinners, and go from there. But, yeah, it's really hard to see what's going to happen. And while, yeah, I agree with you, I do see where the article's coming from in terms of in an ideal world, you go Cam Green is your all-rounder, so you've got an extra batter there. And then you go one quick, three spinners, and Mitch Stark is probably the one that has the most point of difference. You know, it's funny that they've, in a sense, painted themselves in a corner here, haven't they? Because in the aftermath of that mm. that hammering in Nagpur, you know, Cummins and McDonald said, no, no, we believe we got the selections right. We trust our processes, at, you know, all the usual platitudes. But so where does it leave them? So if Green is not fit, Hazel's not fit, say even Stark's not fit, what are they going to do? Do they, do they raise the white flag and say, you know what, we got it wrong by admitting Travis Head? And do they pick him? And if they pick Travis Head, do you drop Warner and open with him? Do you drop Renshaw and, and put him back in the middle order and maybe move Hanscom to six? I don't know. But they're sort of, in that respect, uh, they made a rod for their own back here. Travis Head's the real interesting one. For me, I think you have to bring him back into the side. Because I agree. He, he, he wouldn't have done worse than what Hanscom and Renshaw did in that first test. And I, I, get, I get the concern around Travis Head in India and in the subcontinent. He has struggled... Uh, they struggled in Sri Lanka, struggled a, a bit in Pakistan. But for me, especially the last two summers here in Australia, in the pitches that have been most difficult to bat on, you look at the Gabba against South Africa, you look at Hobart and the Ashes, he was the Aussie batter who stood out. He was the one who rose to those conditions and looked the best. So we've got two tests, or sorry, three more tests, where the conditions are going to be hard for batters to bat on. And now we've got a guy who has shown that he's ready to rise for the occasion. Sure, it's in Australian conditions. It's a bit different. But you've got a guy who's gone 
He's put the bit between his teeth. He's batted better than Smith. He's batted better than Labuschagne in those particular tests. You have to give him a go for me. Yeah, I, I was perplexed by that decision. You know, given mm. his form, given his confidence, he at the very least, Travis had deserved a, a chance to show his clout on those pitches. He's never played in India, and, and they looked at, albeit a, a small sample size, of what he churned out in Sri Lanka and Pakistan, as he'd mentioned. But just what does that do for his confidence? And then if they do usher him back on the side, that's the selector saying, you know what, we got this wrong. And you really need to have every detail mapped out when you're trying to win in India. Absolutely. And, and the thing you can't forget too is that his off-spinners are more than handy. He's played shield seasons for South Australia as their first-line spinner, essentially. Uh, so, yeah, that's another added bonus that if you, if you wanted to pick just Lyon and, and Murphy, that you could probably get enough overs out of, of head to, to be a, a quote-unquote third spinner. So, yeah, it's just I think they need to make that decision and go, okay, look, we, we, we probably stuffed up that first one. Uh, so let's make amends now, get him back in the team. And whether I, I don't see them dropping Warner yet. Yeah. I think by the third and fourth test, that could be a conversation. But I think they'll give him at least one more crack. So that probably means... Renshaw Hanscom comes out of the side, and we all know the the left hand right hand conversation will come into it again. Yeah, look, if they're going to pick head, I'd say it's in place of Renshaw uh, for that reason, just mm. to, to break up the middle order with the right hand. I'm inclined to agree with you when it comes to Warner. A lot of people here are saying his time's done. Sack him. Think about Warner, and I've defended him resolutely for a long time. He's the sort of guy, given his cavalier approach to batting, uh, you know, that you always feel like he's one innings away, Warner. But now, mm. from what I'm seeing, that maybe we are seeing sign of permanent decline, and I don't have that degree of confidence. Having said that, I'm prepared to give him give him one more test. Yeah, I think it's it's about, in a sense, having a bit more confidence in him than confidence in Renshaw at the moment to to come good in the next test, especially when you, you look beyond Steve Smith. There's probably no one that you're going, okay, I, I trust will do well in these conditions, which says a lot about the team considering where we were a week ago full of confidence that this was the team to win in India but yeah it's going to be a big decision for selectors but they just have to they have to get it right because if they lose this test the series is gone well the openers have to give us some foundation it was a shocking shot by Usman in the second innings they they give us some foundation you know Marnus and Smith showed in that first innings that you know what they there are runs to be had and they're adaptable we know how Smith can bat in these conditions and then you know Carey has showed something Cummins needs to show more with the ball. He doesn't play two bad ones in a row. Lyon needs to show more with the ball. You know, Murphy needs to back that up. They're, they're not without a chance. It's an uphill battle without question. But it's, Australia are a good enough side to win in India, I think. Absolutely. And they pretty much, when it got to 3pm on the first day, you go, it couldn't have gone better for Australia. The team looks pretty good. They've won the toss. They're batting first in good conditions when there are all those question marks over the pitch. And then... Within three overs, both Warner and Clarge were back in the sheds. And obviously, as you said, Smith-Lavashane, that was a great partnership. But the difference between them coming in at none or two for 80 as opposed to two for two makes all the difference in that test in terms of them being able to put on another 100-run partnership and take the score to 180. And sort of what we saw bowled out for less than 180 with 177. So, yeah, I think... Cummins obviously has a good record with the toss of late. He'll want to win. He'll want to bat again. I don't think they'll change that part of the no. game plan, but everything else has to change. Yeah, don't want to be batting last. And no visiting team has won in Delhi since 1987. You know, Australia were five <laughs> for 62 in their first innings. India were five for one. Sorry, five for 162. India five for 168. You know, so 
this idea it's all doom and gloom. They were in the game. It's just that uh, they went off completely different tangents after that point. Uh, Australia looking mm. like the team to beat, locking at the Women's T20 World Cup. Uh, eight wicket, comfortable eight wicket win over Bangladesh. Good to see Wolfie. Georgia Wareham uh, back in the fold. Uh, she's obviously had a, a wretched time with injury. She was a star, three for 20 off her four overs. Yeah, fantastic to see Georgia Wareham bowling and back bowling well in Australian colours. I mean, we, we've seen her, obviously, in Australian colours a lot over the last sort of five years, and it's still quite remarkable to think how young she is and how much of a career she's got ahead of her. But it shows how kind of blessed we've been for spinners that the Aussies haven't really felt her absence with the likes of Alana King stepping up, Jess Jonathan. Um, so Australia's in really good shape, I think, in this World Cup. They've probably got the easier of the two groups in terms of avoiding... India and England for that first uh, group stage. So I think they'll want to make no mistakes. Obviously, the last T20 World Cup here in Australia lost that opening game to India, and they were kind of chasing their tails for the most of it. Here, they'll want to just go into the semifinals with some comprehensive performances behind that, and that's what we've seen so far against both New Zealand and Bangladesh. Yeah, I think it might have, could be wrong. It could be the first time Alana King and Georgia Wareham have played together, I have a feeling. Anyway, they're flush with league-spinning depth and uh, a lot of them are now sitting back and uh, just waiting for their bank balances to grow after the auction, successful auction at the Women's IPL. What's happening in Code Sports this week, Loggy? Um, plenty more gear ahead of the second test. Uh, doing a bit of a look at how Todd Murphy and Matthew Kuhneman both spent time at the MRF Academy in Chennai uh, last year and how that's kind of formed them into the spinners that they are today, the work they did with local Indian bowlers and kind of a reason why probably Murphy had such a good performance in his test because he kind of was used to those conditions and was able to draw on that experience from last year and hopefully if Kuhneman plays, he'll be able to do the same. Just before I let you go, do you get the sense that Kuhneman has jumped Agar now in the pecking order? I think so. From everything I'm hearing, that, yeah, that it's just because he's that different style of left-arm bowler, he's, even though there's less height there, there's a bit more loop. And you look at Jadeja and how well he did. He was kind of able to float sort of deliveries up. And I think that's what's going to be the key. And I, I do think that in, in general, Kuhneman is above Agar in rankings for, for left arm spin here in Australia. As, as a strike weapon, as a strike bowler, I think Agar's more than capable of limited overs. But when it comes to test cricket, when you know you need to make breakthroughs like in India, I think Kuhneman's jumped him. Yeah, I think you're right. Thank you, mate. Always good to chat. And we'll catch you your work on Code Sports. Anytime, Jules. There's Lockham McCurdy from Code Sports. 0457 Says OJ, I think there's zero chance of Warner scoring runs in the second, tans, the second test the way he's been going. Then I think that'll be the final nail. He's been a great player, but let's be fair, Dinkum. If he goes under the ashes, Stuart Broad will have a field day again. So Stewie Broad got picked again for England for this test match against New Zealand. He's fifth tour to New Zealand. Yeah, I think he's now leaving test by test, David Warner. And deep down, you know, in his own private moment, he's thinking... Going to bed, he's going, gee, you know, have I still got this in me? And he has signalled the end of his test career, suggested it's it's coming pretty soon. He, his ideal way to go out would be to go to England, but if he fails here, I'm not sure how you can pick him. Totally agree with you, Stu, Jules, about the phrase, it's not his go. Totally overrated statement if he does do it. It is his go. Well, exactly right. It certainly is his go. Uh, yeah, Bono, Jack, just further to what you say about Pat Cummins, you go, I do realise none of the above will happen, so they won't drop Cummins, they won't drop Lyon. Um, so George Bailey, Andrew McDonald, Pat Cummins have already torched the joint and they refuse to concede any error. Yeah, that was probably a bit silly. And, of course, Cummins, who was two of selector, has abandoned the world. 
number four bat uh, won't do the same to Davy Lyon or himself. You're talking there about Travis Head. I think they just got to admit they got it wrong and pick him again. To get around the issue of Pat Cummins, a mission is to suggest he's tired and Australia's are rotating. They're not dropping Pat Cummins. They're not. And one more from Brett before the break. Jules, here's a question. If you switch hit, what LBW laws apply? Um, it's whatever you take strike as. So, like, reverse sweeps. Does. So, say, for example, Alex Carey, right? You've got Alex Carey batting. He decides to reverse. It's whatever he takes strike as. Does that make sense? So, if Steve Smith, or say Usman, right, is a left-hander, decides to reverse sweep, if the ball pitches outside the leg to a left-hander, even if he switches and it looks like he's right-handed, it'll be not out. So I hope that clarifies things for you. Thank you, Brett. 0457 736 736. We'll take a break.